2: PlushCare.com slash weight loss.
1: Oilers Nation after dark begins now. Don't look now, people, but the Edmonton Oilers are currently tied for a card spot in the Western Conference standings. Let's give it up for the boys, people, as the boys grab a 3-1 dub over the Ottawa Senators. Man oh man, if I could go back in time and talk to old Aaron, past Aaron, and tell him everything is going to be okay come the new year. Man oh man, I really wish, I'd be a different person right now after all the trials and tribulations we went through earlier this year, but it only makes that playoff spot taste that much sweeter. Hello and welcome to Oilers Nation after another W, that's seven in a row people, It really can't get better than this. Vibes are so good right now. Was that game perfect? Meh. Was that game kind of boring for like the first 30 minutes? Yes, I feel confident saying that one. But I will take all the boring games in the world if it means we grab a dub. And oh yeah, Zach Hyman gets his third hat trick of the season so far, I believe. Shout out Bob Stoffer's Twitter account for that one. And as I saw the Oilers Nation Twitter account pointed out, Zach Hyman never had a hat-trick in the T.O., so let's go, baby. Vibes are high. I see everybody in the chat fighting Amish. Said, I called Hyman anytime goal. It was almost every period goal. That's true. Um, I hit the Oilers power play goal but D's bankroll. If you were tuned in, it was a complete three-way tie at 33%. I bet all three of them, only one of them hit. But, hey, as I said, goes down a lot sweeter with an Oilers W. I am joined again by the one, the only. Let's bring him on in. I know he was just tick talking as the young kids do these days. Matthew Wozniak, how you feeling right now, buddy?
3: I am feeling fantastic. Uh, it's interesting. Yeah, the Oilers are now officially in a wild card spot, playoff spot. Zach I got a hat trick. I did not think he scored the first one. I thought that was Evan Bouchard, but whatever. We'll take hat tricks. We're feeling good. It's, it's crazy. I was talking about it in actually my TikTok video. It was like you know, back in October, November, we were just down in the dumps. And now we're here. We're feeling good. I remember every after dark, you'd be like, I can't believe I got to do this again. Here we go. And now we're going to celebrate a bit. We got to appreciate the good times when they arrive.
1: You cannot enjoy a sunny day without a couple rainy days. And I think that's very, that's very true for the Edmonton Oilers earlier this season. I said during pre-gaming, 2-9-1 and one feels so long ago like a distant memory. I have not forgotten that memory as I remember sitting in this chair putting on my clown wig. Well, right now, that thing's so far in the closet. I feel like a genius, even though I'm losing betway bets left, right, and center was what'd you think about the game? A, I like what you said there. We just talked about before the game. When I saw or before the show, when I saw the hats coming down yeah. for Hyman's hat trick, there, I was very confused because I did not think he scored the first goal. Turns out he did. I'm not complaining. Give Zach three goals. Give Bouchard three apples. Everybody's happy. You get a point. You get a point. I feel like Oprah Winfrey, baby, giving them all out. Was that was. I said it was a math game. Would you agree with that statement? I don't know. It just felt like slow. Ottawa yeah. felt sloppy at points. Sometimes they just felt like they were really chasing their own tail. They got that four minute power play in the first period where, boy, oh boy, Evander Kane, hold on to your stick, buddy boy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> take no, someone's eye
1: or... with that thing. <laughs> Whatever. Sure. We get the double minor. And the boys, I'm pretty sure the Sens had one shot during that power play. It just felt like they never really had anything going. Sure, Brady Kachuk tucks at the end, or sorry, uh, Parker Kelly tucks at the end to ruin Stuart Skinner's great night, but it was a weird night, Wads. What did you think?
3: Oh, totally. Like, I don't know what was going on in that first period. It was kind of it was it was weird because I put out a tweet saying how can we get a goal in this game? It's kind of boring. And then people were kind of clapping back at me. Oh, this is a great game, very back and forth, exciting. Like, I don't sure. It, it was a bit of a chess match. Both goalies were playing great. Shout out to Anton Forsberg, former Oiler, by the way. He did sign the contract as an Oiler, didn't make appearance, but whatever. But he played awesome. It did feel like we're Once kind an of Oiler, little...
1: always an Oiler.
3: Exactly. <laughs> it kind of felt like we're getting a little goalie there. But then again, he was just making some great stops. And eventually the floodgates did open for the Oilers with Zach Ivan. I mean, Evan Bouchard, honestly, just a nice little shot. It wasn't really a boosh bomb. It was more of like a a uh, boosh wrist shot i don't know how to explain that really but uh,
1: what's the, yeah what's lesser than a bomb but more than a shot let me know in the chat let me know in the chat
3: yeah there you go but uh yeah weird game but all ultimately it's just good to see that the order has found a way to win in the end and that's what we like to
1: hear it's all that matters baby yeah. dubs on dubs i love this from here from vole crush just all capitals what a feeling davin says goosebumps followed by it's happening, Aaron. it's happening yeah, it really is. Dr. Carpy said, Bordzi, after back, after being on the DL. That's right. I am healthy. I am alive. Yeah. We're back, baby. The vibes really couldn't be any better right now. You mentioned it with Forsberg there. I also thought we were getting goalied a little bit at the beginning of the game. was a little bit worried, but hey, we're used to it by now. Let's get into it. The Greta scoring summary, courtesy of our friends at Greta bar Yag. Greta is the spot to watch a game in Edmonton. Go check them out right now. That game just finished. You're downtown. You want to continue the vibes, get a snack, get a cold beer. They've got everything. Maybe dust some folks in Mario Kart. Even if you weren't at the game, go down to Greta, check them out. They're the best in the city. Okay, we just touched on it. There was the first goal of the game. The Oilers are on the power play in which the first goal of the game did not come in the first period. It took till the second where inevitably – I still got to see this one again. I didn't watch more replays. I guess Zach Hyman does get his stick on it, but the other on the PP, plenty of chances, Mm -hmm. flurry of chances going at this point. Nuge with a great little drop pass back to Bouchard. As you said, not necessarily a Bouchard bomb, but that's an incredibly hard wrist shot right there. I also want to point out that it's just placed in the perfect like foot off the ground, right above the pads by the lower section of the body. And what do you know? I'm gonna take their word for it. Zach is able to get a stick on it. Bouchard. That's the start of his three-point night. What'd you think about that one, Waz? It took several minutes before the Oilers could get on the score sheet, but once we got there, we got past Forsberg. I was feeling good.
3: Yeah, I felt like the Oilers was definitely <laughs> kind of banging on the door. They were they were definitely creating themselves some chances, high-danger chances, and then of course on the power play it comes from. Evan Bouchard, like let's just give him credit for taking the opportunity, finding the slot. And of course, Zach Hyman just happened to have his stick in the right area, right what time. That's that's what Zach Hyman does. And uh I think what we're I'm loving to seeing from Bouchard is that confidence that he knows he can really kind of you know. I'm going to make sure this is a one-nothing game. I'm going to take over here. You know, not all the goal scoring has to come from Leon, Connor, and Nuge. I can definitely contribute, and we're seeing that all throughout the season. And then Zach Hyman, I, I still need to see the proper replay on how he at least got a touch on that puck because it really did look like a Bouchard goal.
1: Now, I know when we got Paul Coffey that I think everyone <laughs> expected the defense to step up, right, and become more offensive, Bouchard specifically, I didn't expect him to turn into Paul Coffey himself the second coming because right now, Evan Bouchard, he can't do any wrong. Sure, I did see a couple people in there. He did get kind of beat by Brady Kachuk on that last goal there, but I've said it a million times. I've coined the phrase, live and die by the sword, people. You take take what he gives you and you try and ignore the rest of it, but he has been on fire lately. Continuing with said scoring summary, Into the third period, Oilers grab a 2-0 lead. Guess again, Evan Bouchard with an incredible breakout pass that goes down to Zach Hyman. Man, that pass, it's just the things you take for granted with puck-moving defensemen like Evan Bouchard. And as a lifelong Edmontonian, I remember way too well not having people who could make that first pass to get out of the zone. Hyman goes streaking down the side. He just barely beat Forsberg. It trickled in past him. You got to love those ones when you're like, come on. And then you see it finally mm-hmm, go over. Mm-hmm. That was just the midway point of Zach Hyman's excellent night. But what a pass for Bouchard, was.
3: Oh, yeah. It's just like, that's why uh, before the, the stream, I was ta- saying in our group chat, I think the oily should be Evan Bouchard based on the way he was playing. He was really kind of just moving play in the right direction. His vision is passing to kind of just get that elbow pass to Hyman and Hyman to kind of just, he's just. Put a puck on net and got by Forsberg. And the rest is history. Two-goal night for Zach Hyman. And who would have expected this from Zach Hyman, to be honest? Like, he just continues to find ways to score. They're not the prettiest goals either. They're not, they're not like McDavid or Dreisaitl. Like, you know, Dreisaitl has got his kind of uh, signature goal where he scores from a ridiculous angle. Carl McDavid either – goes through the defense or bank shots that are off a goalie's head or in and then zach hyman well he's just gonna make sure goal, uh, the puck gets in the back
1: of that he doesn't ask how he <laughs> just asks how like, many baby and like, like when you think about it if you were to tell me at the beginning of this year especially after what connor and leon did last season you were going to say that Zach Hyman's going to lead this team in goals and healthily yeah. lead them in goals so far in the year. I would have called you crazy, but like you just said, it's his ability to score in so many different ways. We've seen him score on breakaways, we've seen him <laughs> score off his face, we've seen him score from Tippins, which we'll move along here with the scoring summary. We'll get to that one in a second. But as I said, it was the Ottawa Senators who ruined the shutout. I also want to give a big chirp to my buddy Dryden who came over to my house for this game because about a minute before the Senators scored, he looked at me with this sinister look in his eye and he just said, shut out. And I almost kicked him out of my house right there. I should have done that, but Stu played great tonight. We'll get into that in just a minute. He was, he did get beat by Parker Kelly there. Brady Kachuk took the puck really hard to the net there at the side of the net down low. It was a scramble in front. Kelly gets his stick on it. Whatever he pokes at home, It was immediately called goaltender interference. And I'll be honest, from the get-go, I didn't think that was goalie interference. I didn't really see anything. Honestly, my eye went to Ridley Gregg cross-checking the shit out of Matthias Eckholm. And he went flying right into the crossbar right there. You can't be perfect, Stuart Skinner. He lets one in. Sure, he's already got two shutouts on the season. I thought he played great tonight. We'll get into that in a minute with the good. But he is human. He gets beat. I don't know. Did you think at that point that the Senators were going to kind of go on a run. I felt confident all game. They just felt like they were chasing it was. No,
3: that was a bit of a lucky goal for the Senators to get, to be honest. Uh, I thought the Senators, uh, I'm going to say, they were pretty mid throughout the whole game. They, they didn't really create any fantastic chances or high danger chances. The Oilers were the better team throughout the whole 60 minutes. And the way I kind of looked at it, I've been playing a lot of Shell recently, and that is the type of goal you would score in Shell, where you just kind of ram it into the goalie, and you think it's goaltender interference, but it's not. So I, I I don't know it just I think Parker Kelly must have just found a loose puck and it got in I, I thought it was goaltender interference but it is what it is Stuart Skinner played phenomenal and in my mind Stu had a shutout
1: exactly that's all that matters I too play a lot of shell waz, and I definitely would have taken a goaltender <laughs> interference penalty there because I just hammer fist on the <laughs> shoot when it's that close to the net I don't have a choice yeah. whatever it'll go in uh, continuing with that though. The Senators take a penalty late in the game, which right there I felt pretty confident. Oilers are on the power play. McDavid does McDavid things. Like you said, there was Zach Hyman, it He's literally just parked right next to that post. <laughs> Stick on the ice. Put it there. Connor's going to find you. It goes in. The hats come flying. I saw a lot of people online and in this chat debating. I was a little nervous when I saw the wave going down with a couple Oh, my down. God. It was just a one-goal lead. Don't make me bring Liam Horovan on the show to tell you people to calm down with that. I was nervous watching that one go down. Thank God we got the insurance. But what did you think about the wave, Wong? Well, it was
3: funny because it was just the one guy in the bottom corner trying to start it, and no one was buying it. Poor guy. I feel for him because, you know, it's like – Come on, guys, let's have some fun. Like, bro, we're up 2-1. This can, like, swing in a moment here. We've seen this happen before. Let's let's wave when we win, you know, but uh, patience paid off. And maybe people are starting to get Liam's message to not do the wave when it's a 2-1 game, it's a close game, right? Like, I, I personally have no issues with the wave, but I think there's a time and place for everything.
1: I just think you're, you're opening yourself up to some yeah. serious pain if you're doing something like that. I see Captain Felton is in the chat. Shout yes. out Felton. Got salutes. I didn't see a salute there. But oh, there you go. Thank you.
3: There's Jeez. the captain. Come on,
1: man. Where are your manners at these sure. days? I see my buddy Kyle Puxton's in here, and he said that third period was stressful. Yeah, for a game that really never felt in doubt, there was some moments there in the third period. It was a little touch and go, but mm-hmm. once again, as I said, the boys pulled through, and that's seven in a row, people. Looking at the final score there, three to one. Zach Hyman, three goals. Evan Bouchard, three assists. McDavid and Nuge also got apples. Well, Stuart Skinner makes 29 of 30 saves. Stu is just stringing along good game after good game after good game right now. I was actually laughing. I was looking at our graphic of Stuart Skinner's last 13 games yeah. we had for pre-gaming. And as I was looking at it, Sportsnet put up their own version of that graphic up on the screen. Ours looks way better. Showed oh, up yeah. To Puff, who makes these bad boys. Can someone please send but- that.
3: I will post it on socials.
1: Stuart Skinner's numbers right now, they are looking pretty damn good. So let's get into it here with the good, the bad, and the oily brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross. There's only one thing better than sharing memories, and that's making new ones. Alberta Blue Cross Travel Insurance protects your memories and more wherever travel takes you. Visit ab.bluecross.ca slash travel for more information. Speaking of Alberta Blue Cross, it's almost nation vacation time, people. For $19.99, you can send your favorite fan on the trip of a lifetime to Arizona with us, the Oilers Nation crew, February 18th to the 20th. Flights, hotel, hockey, and the time of their life included. We are also now offering flexible no-flight options for $9.99. I believe this is over Family Day weekend. I consider each and every one of you my family, so let's go spend Family Day weekend together. My brother and mother will not be coming on the trip, but you guys are my family. Waz, are you going on the trip? I am
3: not, but I am jealous now because uh, looking at the Edmonton uh, weather schedule coming up here, it's going to be freezing cold. And part of me wishes this nation vacation was a little sooner because uh, next uh, Saturday is projected to be minus 38. We're in the 30s. Winter is here, by the way. Also, it's almost a one-year anniversary of the Vegas nation vacation last year. And yes, you heard that minus 38 is projected for next Saturday.
1: That's what I was reacting to. I, yeah. I didn't hear anything else. We're going into the 30s. Hopefully I not. I to pulled up my weather app. I don't believe you. So I got look. That's insane. Holy yeah. cow. It does get that. Oh, my God. Okay. We're going to ignore that. We're going to ignore that. We're going to ignore that. That's all the reason to come to Arizona on said nation vacation. The last one I went on to Vegas was a blast. Also, I see Captain Felton right is in the chat. Captain Felton's going to be joining me on pre-gaming when we are live in Arizona. Me and him have already figured this out. I need to bring on my special guest and give some salutes. But okay, let's get in the good, the bad, and the oily. And for me tonight, the good, it was the consistency all game long. Start to finish, Stuart Skinner had an incredible game. I said 29 of 30 saves. Thought his lateral movement was good. He was tracking pucks. And the thing is, is this is becoming the norm for Stuart Skinner right now. The fact that I'm not even surprised, this is starting to become what I have expected. You know me, if you've tuned in all year, all I want is Stuart Skinner's save percentage to start with a nine. And I really think we're headed our way there right now, was what can you say about Stu tonight? He just he made every save that you really needed him mm-hmm. to make. And the one that went past him, I don't know, it was a scramble in front of the net. Wasn't really interference in my mind. Maybe there was a little bit. I don't blame him for that one. I thought he had a fantastic game yet again.
3: No, exactly. I felt very comfortable and confident with Stewie. Felt like he had an idea of where the puck was at all times. So yeah. that, like he, brought, If he knew where that puck was, he would have saved it. That's the kind of night Stuart Skinner was having. And we heard it uh, recently this week how he kind of, approaches hate and criticism he kind of almost sees as an honor right so i think the way he's able to handle pressure is very impressive especially for his age i think Stuart skinner is steadily becoming a really good goaltender in this league some people are still not going to buy that whatever Stu doesn't care i don't care he's our goaltender the th- the thing about Stuart skinner everyone's gonna say oh but can you do in the playoffs can you do in the playoffs the playoffs aren't until May let's we got to get there first. Yeah, exactly, let's park that. Let's just appreciate what Stu's doing right now. The guy learns and grows from experience and we're seeing that unfold right now.
1: Yeah, I couldn't have said that better myself. Well, as you got to appreciate when it's here. There's also the endless debate. I'm curious, let me know in the chat. Could Stuart Skinner possibly be a team Canada goalie in the upcoming years if we were to go to the Olympics? I feel like that might say more about the current state of Canadian goaltending <laughs> yeah. than Stuart Skinner's stellar play. But like, I think like Carter Hart, Stuart Skinner, Darcy Kemper. No, probably not. I don't know. Let boys. me know in the chat who you would think Tristan Jari's up there. Let me know who you guys, if you think Stuart Skinner could be, I don't know, in that conversation. I laughed at this from Sergeant Battle. He said, damn, the pre-gaming with Battle Dream will never come true. Sergeant Battle, never say never. I'm going to be doing plenty of these at Greta as we get closer to the playoffs. I'm sure we can bring you on for an honorary appearance at some points. Speaking of honorary appearances, I see him smirking down below. Let's look at the bad right now. Throw it up there. And let's also (laughs) bring him in so he can answer for himself. If you didn't know... We had Bobby Ryan on pre-gaming earlier today as he co-hosts coming in hot with Brent Wallace. Gavin is the Senator's producer for that show yeah. Before the game. I asked Gavin, what's your score prediction and an anytime goal score?" and Gav, what did you say again?
0: Uh, man, I, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, Ottawa Senators win. So I think that's my first oh. ever time I predicted an Oilers loss. Yeah. And I'm so happy to be wrong boys, like seven <laughs> in a row. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of wearing that one on the chin, and I'll take accountability for it. I was completely wrong on that.
1: Hey, hey, we appreciate it. As I said, I'm pretty sure that we do these score predictions, and, like, I mean, it's just a combination of how the Edmonton Oilers are going to win. So it's refreshing to get a little a different outlook right there. And I texted you during that first period, and I said – you got me nervous right now, buddy, because I, I was, was talking a lot man. of
0: shit. I, I really yeah. I really did. And just we were talking uh pregame, we thought it was gonna be an easy win. We we're gonna roll over Ottawa. So I'm like, man, like it's too good to be true. But no, oilers came up with a dub and uh yeah, I couldn't be more happy.
3: I really like that sweater you got on. Yeah, there. same. I was gonna that's say
1: that's pretty that's pretty nice right there. I really like that more. one. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna okay, need, I'm gonna I need
0: it. it next Four- week. I know you guys are talking about the weather earlier, so yeah, I'm need it. You Might need more than that, to be honest.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna be wearing a full-on parka in this upcoming week, Was Why did you tell me that? It's I good vibe yeah, going man, right now, bumming me out. I'm uh, yeah, shout out, Gavin. You can't always be right, so nope. uh, we're just gonna poke a little bit of fun at you. But as well, Gavin, what are we? Twenty, fifteen, and one now? Yep. Your hairline's looking pretty safe right now. It is, man. Like it's. Crazy. it's,
0: it's it's funny, like I'm running into people, like um, just out in public too, and they're like, "Man, you got? Are you scared about your hair? You scared about your hair?" I'm like, "No, man. Like I'm, a, I'm 100 confident. I made that belt when we were seven games under 500. Okay, seven games under 500. Look at us now, man. I think I'm in the clear. I'm not counting my uh, chickens before they hatch, so to speak. But uh, I'm feeling good. I think the hair is gonna stay.
1: Shout out you with confidence like that, Gavin. You're responsible just as much as the guys on the <laughs> ice for them turning this thing around right there." And a lot of people, Dr. Carpy, Gavin was using reverse psychology on the score. I don't know if you weren't or not. So we're going to go with that. We'll go with that. We'll go, with that. we'll go with that. I definitely was
0: not, but uh, yeah, we'll go with it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Let's move along here to the oily. This one writes itself. It's the Zach attack. It's the Hyman hat trick. It's whatever you want. It's oily. It's Zach. Hyman, man, This guy, Gavin, me and Woz just kind of touched on it there. His ability to score goals every single way under the sun that you could imagine. He scores on a break, sneaks one pass, scores side of the net, scores one. I don't even know if he scored it, but he still scored it. So there we go. What can you say about the Zach attack right now?
0: Well, first things first, man. Everyone get on your damn phones right now and get this man in the All-Star game. He yeah. has 24 I goals on the year. And, like, Zach Howman needs to get to Toronto. He's from Toronto, one, two. Like I said, the guy has 24 goals on the year, man. He is an all-star for us. He's an all-star in the league. And what these last two years have proved, man, he has the best contract in the NHL. Right? Like, when we brought oh, him in, yeah. he might be our best free agent addition ever, so to speak, man. Like, ever since he's come in the Edmonton Weathers, he's been doing his job. And he's a type of player, too that if you have kids growing up in hockey, put on Zach Hyman still, man. The guy does not take a shift off. He's always working to the bone, and he finds the back of the net, man, night in and night out. So I absolutely love Zach Hyman on the 7-0 team.
1: Yeah,
3: well,
0: honestly, was
1: there anything to add to that? That was perfect.
0: <laughs> I, I I think Gavin touched on it perfectly. Like, honestly,
3: we're not talking is like one of the best free agent signings in Oilers history, in NHL history, top five for sure. I mean that editor and leaf tweet still continues to age terribly. <laughs> he he deleted the tweet, and it's still being brought up. Anytime we, got seats, we got I love, them. I love Oilers fans for doing that because honestly, that was a terrible take. And Zach Hyman's contract is just it's gold. It's uh, he, the man is not just a great person but a great hockey player he's he's everything you want in a man oh my i'm getting a little weird here but
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey
3: yeah oh, hey, hey, hey does hey,
0: hey. that. Hey. that to me too man the guy writes
3: children's books man how can you not love the guy what, right? one of my goals in life is to play video games with zach hyman it's,
1: <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, uh... oh that would be quite the squad on right? call <laughs> thing i want in i want in if that's the case i'm uh, loving it here from people they're all saying how they voted Joel says, I voted twice now. I have voted. I believe you just go to NHL.com slash vote. Some combination of that. 25
0: goals for Zach Hyman. Excuse me. Yeah, I saw that as well. They're
1: keeping us honest. They're keeping us honest in this chat. Halfway to 50. Let me ask you, boys, in general here, could Zach attack reach the 50 goal mark
0: this season? Uh, Most likely. He's on pace. Without a doubt, Aaron, man. Just the way he's been playing hockey. He's finding himself in the right areas at all times on the ice. And... I'll just throw this out there, too. He's playing on Connor McDavid's line, man. If Connor McDavid wants to get Zach Hyman the 50 goals, he's going to get Zach Hyman the 50 goals. So he's on pace for 50 right now. I think he actually eclipsed that come April.
3: What? Well, you know, it would be nice to see one of uh, the 2010 first uh... – sorry, I was trying to say something there. I saw that Zach Hyman was drafted in 2010, Taylor Hall drafted in 2010, you know, just finally an order from the 2010 draft, score 50 goals, so –
1: Hey, there you go. We'll take him any way we can get him. I laughed really hard at this comment from Dr. Kirby and he said, I voted for Connor Brown (laughs) after a night like tonight. Like once again, I feel, I do feel like Connor Brown has found a role here on the fourth line. I do think he is bringing this team value, whether it's penalty kill, whatever. Is it the way I envisioned it when I did all summer? Obviously not, but you gotta, you gotta take what you can get from the guy. I had a lot of people, I had somebody Twitter DM me and said, for the love of God, can you please bring out the map? Because it worked for Ryan McLeod. Please <laughs> you yeah. to Connor Brown. I've had a battle with it because I feel like mean going at the guy who's a new oiler, but you know what? At this point, I don't really make the rules. I mean, we I might love- just have to do it. We're doing it for him. If we do do it, it's not, it's not to come mm-hmm. at the guy, but that's it for the good, bad and oily brought to you by Alberta blue cross. Kennedy in the chat says, vote Lee on two, please. No, no, no.
3: Sorry, Kennedy. No, someone else can have their turn at the All Star game.
1: Derek Ryan, absolutely. oh, yeah, right. could point. you imagine?
3: There you go. Derek <laughs> Ryan, All Star. Let's go.
1: Well, as once again, I don't know what it is with Derek Ryan. You just can't I? stay on his two feet sometimes. <laughs> it was like two minutes into the game. He tripped over the blue line and the puck went in for icing. And I was like, oh, DR. I, I yeah. love the guy. Love the guy playing good right now but let's move along to our hot and cold performers courtesy of doordash for Ain't a limited done. time our listeners can get 25 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of 15 dollars or more when you download the doordash app and enter the code all capitals nation 25 for me for the hot performer you could obviously go zach hyman you could do Stuart skinner it's always tough because that was the good and the oily so i can't go again so my guy for the hot performer we'll continue with the theme i'm gonna go with evan bouchard that's the obvious one you get three apples on the night you do what you do it's the breakout passes it's just the calmness that i'm seeing in evan bouchard's game it's crazy to like that at the end of last year he was playing at this level we knew that his ceiling was I'll quote Michael Jordan, his ceiling is the roof. I'm pretty sure it was his old messed up inaccurate thing he had. But with Evan Bouchard right now, you saw the lull earlier in the season and it just makes you appreciate it so much more. This guy's in top five in D-men scoring in the NHL. He does it night in, night out. Three more apples tonight. He's one of our point-per-game players. Now he's healthily above a point-per-game player right now. There's not much that you can't say about Evan Bouchard's play right now. I see a lot of people Darian, hey, you can also vote Evan Bouchard for the NHL All-Star game. No. I'm just voting Euler after Euler after Euler. I know that's like what fan, that's the point of the fan vote. I do feel guilty, but you can't look me in the eyes and tell me all of these guys don't deserve to be an NHL All-Star. Gavin, let me ask you, who's your hot performer this evening?
0: I'm going with the entire Edmonton and other special teams, man. Like we are two for three on the power play. Our penalty kill was three for three and they killed a four minute penalty right at the start of the hockey game, right? If for whatever reason, the Ottawa centers find the back of the net in that power play. It's obviously a completely different game. So them killing that four minute penalty and Ottawa didn't really get a chance on that entire double minor either. Right? So shout out to this entire special teams unit and that's back-to-back games now where they put the team on their back. So yeah, Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
2: This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love.
1: Do you got hot a hopper performer? Yeah,
3: I'm gonna go off kind of uh, with Gavin. said. So I'm gonna give it to Derek Ryan. I thought he was key on the PK, especially in that first period. I'm sorry to say, the guy honestly is just a jack of all trades. He's a specialty player, right? So uh, I love what he can do, especially on that PK. He just he just anticipates pucks so well.
1: Gavin, you made the point earlier about if you're a young player, you want to watch a Zach Hyman for all the little dirty areas he goes into. Maybe you might want to set your sights a little bit higher than Derek Ryan, but he's another guy sure. that just consistently makes smart plays, good decisions. He's never a detriment to the team. No. And then sometimes he sneaks in a couple of sneaky goals, gets some yes. points here and there. Was well, that is classic of you to pick Derek Ryan for the hot performer. And that's the thing I with Derek Ryan too, right? Like whenever he's on the not? ice, he
0: doesn't take it for granted either, right? Like I love his story coming up to the NHL too. So, you know, whenever he's on the ice, He's taken full advantage of it. And he's just happy to be there, man. And you see that every time he steps foot on the ice, he never takes a shift off.
1: Former U of A Golden Bear, baby. You gotta there, love him. Yep. Also, some Gina in here said, and I love she started with, I know I'm biased, but Nuge almost scored two or three times tonight. And he's been quietly putting up points almost every night. Yeah, totally correct. Hey, a point per game uh, player. He got a another one tonight.
3: tonight too. 100% on the faceoff, dot.
1: There's just so many things to pick from that were excellent <laughs> tonight. We move along to the cold performer. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. I have cold performer here on my sheet. It's completely empty. I do not know who to pick. I was trying to think of like senators 40. and even that I was having a tough time because Forsberg for the most part in that game was making good saves yeah, left and right. Saves. Yeah. Let me know in the chat who maybe your cold performer could be. I'm really having a tough time, loss. Do you have anybody that you want to
3: give it to the Ottawa Senators? I thought they were pretty boring. Like I don't know, they didn't really like wow me at all. Like sure, they got got a couple shots on net, but yeah, never once in that hockey game did I thought Ottawa was going to beat the Oilers, or I thought they were the better team. They, like I said, they were just they were. It felt stale. Is that fair to say? For sure. That's just, I don't know. I expect more from Ottawa. I feel like they're a team. Obviously, Gavin, you can speak to this. Like, they've got so much potential, they can never unlock it. It Kind of feels like those like 2010 Oilers, where they have so
0: much young talent and they can never piece it together. No, exactly. Well, as you said it right there, they're completely stale. And with their top six, that is inexcusable right now. That is now back-to-back hockey games We only put up one goal. They put up one goal against Seattle. Credit, yeah, Seattle's been playing extremely good hockey. Same with us, right? Yeah, so back-to-back games, only putting up one goal. But with their top six, they should be electric, man. They have Tim Stutzla, Brady Mm Tuchuk, Drake Batherson, Josh Norris. The list goes on and on. Claude Drew, Vladimir Tarasenko. All those guys I named right there should find the back of the net on a consistent basis, and they just have not done that as of late.
1: Um, I might go with actually Vladimir Tarasenko. I saw a couple of people in here saying like he played. Yeah, that's a guy that made yeah. it tonight. That, but you just mentioned it. It's a number of players on that team. I did notice Batherson. You noticed Dutschke. You noticed Brady. But yeah, Vlad, I'm gonna go Tarasenko. That's me. My pick um gina gavin score prediction jack campbell yeah. braiding for
3: me i bet pretty bad
1: yeah oh captain felton says was hate against dry is cold yeah you and kennedy I, have some I, weird I rivalry him, about leon Drysaddle. but
3: i think you know there's some players who deserve to go to the all-star game over him this year and that's zach hyman i'm sorry it's just true you
1: i know? agree was i yeah. agree that doesn't mean you don't appreciate leon yeah. dry saddle i mean maybe we take him for granted as he still has what 40-something points he on the season. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. We just talked about it with Bobby Ryan before. He said the older you get, the less you want to go for to sure. the All-Star game. You want yeah. to enjoy your break. So I feel like Leon Dreisaitl would be like, hey, go nuts, man. How you about go that, Kennedy? In your hometown.
3: <laughs> what if Leon doesn't want to go? What if he wants <laughs> to kind of get some sun and relax and recharge for the rest of the season? Think about what Leon wants, not what you want. You want his jersey, that pretty little All-Star jersey. Get out of here. Whoa. Whoa. All
0: right, we're gonna that it escalated there. quickly. <laughs> in the words of Rod Burgundy, that escalated quickly. I, I think don't I want any,
1: Saturday night. I don't want any blood on my hands between the two of you. I'm gonna leave this well, one. I've been told to give you a my time would here. kick your ass, buddy. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving along here, just looking at anything that kind of happened in the game. Is there anything that we haven't touched on so far? As I said, it was just such a math perfect performance for 30 minutes. I thought the Senators were sloppy. The Oilers were on them early. Forsberg played well. Stu played well. Honestly, I'll take some of these boring games as we get more into the, the lull of the season here, as long as it ends with a W. I'm just looking at Waz, just giggling and smiling <laughs> right Sorry. now. I'm hoping Kennedy's texting me, saying mean stuff. Waz I know where you work. I see from Kennedy right there. We're going to leave it at there. We're going to move along. So the Oilers' next game is going to be Tuesday night, against the Connor less Chicago Blackhawks. I pointed out nice gap put it here on the screen. This this month is consistency. It's all Tuesday, it's all Saturday. Thursday, it's all Saturday. Guys like us, I really like this mm-hmm. because it gives me some routine as a man whose entire life revolves around this hockey team. And you get a nice little 3-day break right after this one on weekends or 2-day break I guess in between. But looking at the schedule, we touched on, on pre-gaming It looks like smooth sailing ahead for the Edmonton Oilers. Knock on wood, of course. I do hope to see Dylan Holloway back at some point in the lineup. Very interested in that one. But keeping our sights set on the Chicago Blackhawks, we've mentioned how their depth chart and their team, if you look at it from day one of the season to what it is now, they look like a shell of the team they once were. Most notably, going to be missing Connor Bedard with that fractured jaw. Waz, let me start with you here. What's your score prediction for Tuesday night and the anytime goal score?
3: Oh, that's tough because, like, at the same time, there's a part of me deep down that feels like Chicago might upset us. I don't want to be that guy, but like, there's just something going on. There's that weird voodoo where, like, you think, oh, this has got to be a battering, and they might just squeeze out a win where the Oilers just pile. I don't know. It could be one of those games. We've seen the Oilers, uh, when they were in the decade of darkness, do that to a few teams. But if anything, it's got to be like a 7-2, two, 2 battering. I'll go 8-2. Anytime goal scorer, I'll go Dara Bouchard.
1: Nice. There you go. I like this from Sergeant Battle. He said, a shell of a team that started as a shell of an NHL-caliber team. Yeah, it just went from bad to worse, even more for these Blackhawks. Gavin, yeah. what are you thinking on Tuesday nights? Don't predict the other team this no. time.
0: No man, I, I think we take care of this <laughs> against against the Chicago Blackhawks. I'm gonna go five 2 Edmonton Oilers win, and I'll go easy, man. I think Connor McDavid finds a back to net. I don't think he will scoreless listen back to back.
1: I'm going five nothing. We're getting tonight Ooh. what we didn't get from Stu. I just think this team is absolutely rolling right now. Captain Felton says nine to two, uh, psychos fifteen. That's a name. No Bedard question mark seven one oil. We saw what Bernard did in the last game is he was able to bury an absolute beauty snipe against Matthias Ekholm. I know, he just said, uh, uh, Aaron,
0: I know you just said Stu's name there in the shoutout." Do you think Stu gets a start against Chicago?
1: That's a good question. Um, it's go Detroit Picard. on Thursday, right? Yep. Hmm. I'm going Pickard on Tuesday. I'd go and then it. I would ride I so. for Thursday and Saturday. Yeah, yeah. I just you think, you got to give Calvin Pickard the best position to succeed. And that's, that's clearly what that's going to be. And be picking between San Jose, for Chicago sure. games like that. I don't know. What about you? What would you do?
0: No, yeah. And let us know in the chat too, guys. But I think you go to Picard on Tuesday. And like you guys said, then he rides Stu for Thursday and Saturday. Not really worried about it. Obviously, Picard's going to get one of those three games. So give them Chicago, man. Like like we touched it on it already. Their depth chart is completely shot. So yeah, give them the best uh, position to succeed. And I think that's on Tuesday.
1: Wise, how you are you rolling them out?
3: I would go Pickard against Chicago, Stu against the Red Wings. I'm just looking at the the Red Wings' scores here. Uh, they beat uh, L.A. recently 4-3 in a shootout, then San Jose 5-3. They lost to the Bruins 5-3, and then they beat the Predators 5-3. So the Red Wings clearly know how to score, and I think we might need a, a little bit of uh, Stu's uh, uh, vibes right now. I was trying to think of a word to say there. Sorry. <laughs>
1: oh, that worked. That worked. Yeah. I agree. The Detroit Red Wings were- – Nope, now nah, I'm messing it up. Detroit <laughs> Red Wings. Uh, they started the season out incredibly hot. Remember, Alex DeBrincat was just yep. lighting it, lightin it up. That's really cool down right now, but that's a team once again. I don't want to take lightly. No. The old eyes are playing, baby. Uh gentlemen, I think that's all i have got tonight for us. It was it was a weird game this evening. There's not too much to go into big detail about. We got a big football weekend tomorrow here, guys. Go Dolphins. So- So let's confirm once, oh, oh (laughs) (laughs) Um. So Gav, we confirm, right? So if the Jaguars, explain the football situation for the Bills so the fans can ride with Tyler Uremchuk.
0: Yeah, for sure. So Jacksonville will will be taking on the Tennessee Titans tomorrow. If the Jags end up winning, Buffalo has to win to secure their spot in the NFL playoffs. And if the Jags win, Bills lose, Bills are out. Because Pittsburgh won today.
1: Yeah, that's gonna be quite uh I am not a Bills fan. i oh oh god oh. we gotta, we gotta oh. end this season. <laughs> Gavin was the season who have his teams been the Vikings, the, the Packers, the Lions, the Dolphins. I don't even know what else. Did yeah, you see yeah. the Vikings?
3: I know he's a big the Vikings Dolphins. for like three weeks. Uh the Bears were in the mix, Saints were in the mix, uh Steelers are in the mix. Uh I'm, I'm still I of yeah, the, league. Well. Just the, of so the League. I'm settled with the Dolphins. I like their, I like their logos. Nice color. Um,
1: and I am not a Buffalo Bills supporter, but if you've been keeping up to date with this show, I placed a future for the Bills to win the Super Bowl at thirty-five to one. They are currently eight to one to win the Super Bowl. So I'm riding with your M-Shuck all playoffs long. <laughs> go Josh Allen. Go Buffalo. I see Captain Felton in here. Said so go Jags. So nice. That's always good. <laughs> I want to see a little bit of that, Gavin. I want to say thank you to you. Was I want to say thank you to you. And of course, all our lovely viewers out there. And of course, all of our sponsors, Alberta Blue Cross, DoorDash, Greta, you name it. They are the best. Gentlemen, we'll be back. We'll be back on Tuesday. I'm not sure who I'm going to have with me. We'll be back for Oilers Nation every day on Monday to kind of talk this one through. Get set for the week. New year, new team, new Edmonton Oilers, new vibes. I have new health, so I feel completely rejuvenated right now. It's a lot different than I was a week ago. I'm feeling good, feeling great. I love each and every one of you in the YouTube chats. I'll catch you on the flippity flip. See you Monday at 1201 Mountain for Oilers Nation every day.
2: it.